0: My soul and my Savior All that He asks, that will I do Ever my will, my sin on the altar To know You, my Lord, with nothing between shall be Soul and my make self for friend will not intervene though it will cost much tribulation. I am my lord, there's nothing. Jesus reigns within. I am my Lord, there's nothing between.
1: I am speaking to you today about spiritual warfare. There are different kinds of warfare, as we know. Uh, we've been going on, we've been in war uh, as a nation for a number of years now. There is spiritual warfare, and in this warfare, there is no end to it until you make it to heaven. When you go to heaven, the war is over. I want to read to you from the um, Book of Ephesians. Chapter 6, verse, I'll, I'll at least read, um, I think I'll start with uh, uh, verse 10. He, he's been talking to them, now he says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in his might. Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil." The wiles are the cunning craftiness of the devil. He doesn't come to you and say, I am uh, trying to deceive you. He uses craft and skill. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness, in high places. Uh, key in on the word principalities. Now that word is used variously in Scripture. Sometimes it has a reference to to rulers, princes, rulers of earth. Sometimes it has to do with rulers uh, in, in, in the heavenlies where the battle really takes place and also down here on Earth, we'll mention that a little bit later. I I, I think my that that is a a key passage. My uh, chief uh, background is going to be found in the Book of Job. Um, Ish has been reading. Uh, from the book of Job for a long, long time now. And just very often we read the last chapter, that's chapter 42. And Job says to God, He said, I know you can do anything. That's in the that last chapter. And it is a very interesting account. So, and you, you know something about the turmoil that he went through, all of the suffering, all of the pain, all of the misery and all of the destruction. Spiritual warfare. My three major points are, first of all, the devil is an accuser. An accusation is not based on fact. It's some kind of a theory to try to get the better of you. The devil observes our conduct. Now, he is a brilliant, a powerful, and crafty, Enemy, and he is observing us. In particular, he observes you if he observes everybody, but everybody is not a threat to him. But it is to his advantage if he can destroy you because he's not omniscient or omnipotent or anything like that. You may become a real threat if you're a Christian. And so he's got to get rid of you if at all possible. And if you're much of a threat, he's really got to work on you. And uh, read the account of life, uh, Paul's life, of Job's life, and you'll see that. Then um, the Christian warfare against the devil. See the devil is not the only one that's in this war. God's in it with us, we're in it with God. First of all, the devil's an accuser. Here's an interesting point. In the book of Revelation, it says that the devil accuses us day and night. That passage is uh, Revelation 12 and 10. There he is, in some sense, before God or in God's presence, somehow or other, he's accusing us. And then the next point that I want to mention is the devil, so, so not only is he before God talking to God about us. Uh, one of the interesting things is the devil accuses us to God, uh, he accuses God to us, and he accuses us to ourselves. So he's before God day and night accusing God's people. And then whenever the devil comes to you, you're, you're, you know, you have a trial, you're, you're some kind of a problem or something. Now he's accusing you, uh, God, to you. I had an experience one time, never had anything like it before or since in all of my life. There was a lady in our church in Mount Pleasant who had cancer. She was a godly woman. I will never forget her. She had a very, very miserable time of suffering until the cancer finally killed her. One day, I got a phone call. This was during the day. And uh, many times I got phone calls at night to go to the hospital to be with her. She was suffering terribly. But this day I got a call and uh, the lady who was with her called and said, Alice is suffering terribly and she'd like for you to come up. This is unbelievable. I drove up into the driveway. I started walking up on the porch, and I knew the devil was there. As well as I knew that you're sitting out there in the pew, I knew it that well. I knew it. How did I know it? Just, you know, I guess God must have let me know. Things like that don't happen to me <laughs> much, if ever. You know, that was a rare experience. I knocked on the door of the lady, opened the door. Alice was sitting right in front of the door there in a wheelchair. And I went in and I said, Hello, Alice, how are you? She said, The devil is trying... This, this is what happened. Alice, how are you? The devil is trying to get me to make a deal with him. I already knew that he was there. So I wasn't surprised one bit. I said, he is. She said, yes, he is. I said, what's he saying to you? She said, he's saying to me, here you are, you're a Christian. You're serving Christ. And he won't heal you. So I said, Alice... And I didn't deny anything she said, because she said the truth. (laughs) The devil had come to her to accuse God. I said, Alice, live or die, we don't serve the devil, do we? She said, no, we don't. (laughs) And I said, let's pray. I don't remember how I prayed, but, but my point is... The devil goes to God to accuse you. The devil comes to you to accuse God, just exactly like he did to Alice, one way or the other. Alice died, by the way, but she died in the faith. Died in the... We live and die in the faith. (laughs) Yeah. And then... Uh, the devil comes to you to accuse uh, to, 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 to accuse you to yourself. You say, he says, look at your, your you know, look what you did at some time or other. Look, look at your past. Look at this. Look at the other. And he's accusing you. So what you need to say to him, look, you don't argue with him. You just say to yourself... That's all under the blood. That that uh, is, is, has been cast into the sea of forgetfulness, and God doesn't remember that. And I am not going to remember that and meditate on it. I am getting rid of that. The devil is very clever. Now you have. I'm going to shorten it up. You have two forms of defense. And um, first of all, God has given you the Word. There it is in black and white. It is the sword of the Spirit. It's what you do warfare with. And... On the other hand, God has given you the Holy Spirit to lead, to guide, to direct, to teach. By the way, back to the Word. The Word is a lamp to your path. By it, you see how to walk. By it, you see how to think. And if you don't know the Scriptures... Now, I'm not saying you have to be a theologian. I'm not saying that at all. But you need to have a general knowledge of the Scriptures. You don't have to, uh, you know, uh, to be able to to quote a a bunch of Scripture. But what, what, what needs to happen, you need to read the Scriptures enough that when something happens in relation to the thing that's happened you have recall about the scripture and you can go to the scriptures take your stand there you must do that otherwise you'll 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 it, it, things just will not work right all right now so the devil also observes who we are and what we do and, you know, various things about us. Understand he wants to defeat everybody. But he kind of, the devil's issue is this. He doesn't care anything about me as a person or you. But it is, Christians are dangerous. When the gospel reaches the world, it's all over for the devil, and he goes to hell. He's not in hell right now. Where is he? Well, when he appeared before God with the sons of God, the de- God said to him, "said oh, What are you doing here? What, what have what have you been doing?" He said, "Well, I've been going, walking to and fro, and up and down in the earth." Then he said some of the things that he had seen as he was doing this. So the devil doesn't want to go to hell, and that's why every Christian is dangerous. So the devil observes our conduct to figure what kind of a strategy he can use to defeat us. First of all, he had looked at Job's character, and he appeared to God before God with the sons of God. I don't understand that. I just know what it said in Job 1 and 6. And uh, he noted several things to God. Several things. He says, Satan answered the Lord and said, Does Job fear you for, for naught? Of course he's serving you. You built a hedge around him. You've made him prosperous. That's Job one nine and ten. You've made him prosperous, and um, all that he all that he does on every side, you're you're prospering and you're protecting him, and you bless the work of his hands. And his substance doesn't do anything but increase. Why wouldn't he serve you? that you just take away his stuff and he'll cuss you to your face. And you know the the story. God God gave uh, the devil certain reign. So, God was blessing Job. But Job took it out of context. I mean, the devil took it out of context. Job wasn't serving God because of what he what, what, what he could get out of God. He was serving God because he was committed to Him. And here's what happens, what needs to happen. Whenever uh, the devil is really on to you and you're having a hard time, lots of temptations, maybe sickness, maybe anything, anything that he can think of that he could believe might destroy you. And he's a pretty good psychologist. He knows you. He knows people. (laughs) Um, We do what the psalmist did. The devil comes along. Now, you you don't begin to think bad about God at all. Um, The psalmist said, When the princes come against me, when the princes did sit and speak against me, but thy servant did meditate in thy statutes or thy commandments. That's 100, Psalm 119 and uh, verse 23. And uh, now the commentators are going to tell you that that is um, uh, a, 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 an earthly king or a prince or something like that. I don't think so. Um, it's sort of like uh, in the book of uh, Ephesians, every time you have heavenly or heavenlies, they add places. That's added. They don't believe that anything's going on in the heavenlies in terms of spiritual warfare. So uh, uh, it is the, the, the heavenlies, the princes, as, as we read about in, in Ephesians, principalities, princes, Essentially, the same thing, same word almost uh, the, the, the 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 psalmist said i when I'm attacked like this and i 'm going in all kinds of trouble, I sit and I meditate on your statutes now." How will we meditate on the statutes if we don't know what they are? The devil comes. You start meditating. The Scripture says this. Scripture says that. Scripture says the other. I believe the Scriptures. Uh, In uh, the the passage in Ephesians that I just read, uh, these uh, authorities... Uh, we fight not against flesh and blood, but against the pow- powers of first rank, against the authorities, and that's the word, it's not, not power, authorities. They have certain authority against, the, 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 that's who we're working against, uh, against the rulers of the darkness of this age. They are rulers of the darkness of this age against the forces of the spiritual wickedness in the heavenlies, not heavenly places, in the heavenlies. And you have a perfect example of that in Job's case. We have two accounts in Scripture where something has happened to a person or to us. And uh, and the the revelation of Scripture says that though we were involved, it was a battle that was going on in the heavenlies, having to do with God and us and the powers of darkness of this age. Number one is Job. The sons of God appeared. The devil appeared with them. The devil accused Job to God. Says, look what you're doing for him. He didn't care anything about you. He cares what, what, what you have, what you're giving him. And then that didn't work. He, he took, the devil took his possessions, the devil killed his kids, uh, uh, and then the devil, that didn't work, and the devil went back and said, well, you know, you can take every, any, every, everything a man's got, but you just start touching his body, and it's all over between you and him. Well, you know that story. So anyway, when things like this happen, you meditate on the statues. Now wouldn't it have been an awful thing the devil is there before God and he said, "Old oh, Job now, he will quit you." Just like that. Wouldn't it have been awful if Job had failed? Wouldn't it? Now, I want fear You can better believe that when you're under a severe test that something is going on in the heavenlies. You don't know what it is. You don't know anything about that. The only way we know about this is in Scripture. Something is going on in the heavenlies. And you had better be faithful. You had better stand the test. We have another example. In the book of Daniel, um, Daniel was reading the book of Jeremiah and he saw that, um, wait a minute here, it's about time for this scripture to be fulfilled according to Jeremiah and God's going to deliver his people. And so Daniel just decided, well, I'm going to give myself to the problem, and I'm going to start fasting and praying before God. And so he did. Fasted for 21 days. Nothing happened. Now, Daniel didn't know that anything was going on in the heavenlies, I don't guess, unless he had read the book of Job. So, day um, Day 21 angel came. And he said, you know, uh, God heard you on the very first day that she prayed. He heard you the first time. But said uh, that the, we, we were, we, the angel, could have been him, I'm not sure what, which angel it was. Um, the angel came from God with the message to Daniel. Get this now. The prince of Persia the demonic force over the nation of Persia, or in other words, one of the rulers of darkness in the heavenlies who was controlling the Persian nation. And by the way, Iran uh, is Persia. Controlling uh, that nation, he wouldn't let the angel through and God sent more forces to do battle in the heavenlies to get the message through to Daniel. So when you are under trial and test, uh, something is going on between you and God and the heavenlies, the enemy. For you and God, you, you, God is loyal to you. You have to be loyal to God. And the prince of the darkness and the heavenlies and uh, this world is trying to destroy you. And so here is is what you do. You... Um, meditate on the statutes. You meditate on some, you get a hold of some promise someplace. And you stand there. You don't move. It doesn't matter what it looks like. I will be faithful to God regardless of the cost. Now, but what what the Christians do today, and I'm winding down here. What 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 the Christians do today? Now, you know, uh, um, you you kind of gain an idea from from people say, you know, what what happens, and they they get really upset, and God didn't come right now, and, but. We're supposed to be thinking about the goodness of God. We're supposed to be thinking about the promises of God. Not that God let me down. I'd have thought he'd have come a whole lot earlier in this. And here I am. I've been in this mess for, you know, so long. And so-and-so has happened. And, and, and I, I thought that whenever you prayed and fasted, uh, that, that you got an answer. And I thought, but we 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 do this. Here's what we do. We say, now let me see. I'm in the middle of a real crisis. The temptation is bad, and um, I um I'm having trouble. I remember one time I was in a spiritual battle. I don't ever even talk about this except on a rare occasion. It was a spiritual battle. It wasn't a temptation to sin or anything like that. It was one of those cases where the devil was accusing me. Yeah, he was accusing me. And I mean, it was awful. And I mean, I was emotionally at the place to where I... um I actually told God. One of the worst emotional states of my entire Christian experience. I was about 17 years old. Um, And I finally said, God, if I go to hell, I'm going to go there serving you. So one day it got really bad. And so what I did Remember the Mackinac coats? Maybe too young to remember those. They were heavy wool coats and they came down, you know, so far. And I had two of those. I took, I I had a place out in a pine thicket around the hill where I went to pray. And I I went out there and prayed. I put one jacket, one of them on the ground, put my knees on, put the other one over my, you know, my knees were exposed and of course I had my coat on the weather was cold and I told God I said I am going crazy (laughs) I have got to have an answer didn't accuse him I just said I I said I'm I'm going crazy so I went out there what do you do you go to a counselor counselors are fine but they can't (laughs) answer a prayer for you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I didn't know there was a counselor back in those days. And uh, so I prayed for an hour, about an hour. And I'll tell you what, the answer came, total deliverance. on the spot. Never had to ask anybody? Never had to question anybody? The answer came on the spot. So basically... With our problems. Now, I'm not against uh, advice, against counsel, but what you have to know is advice only goes so far. <laughs> Telling you what, it's not a deliverer. There is a deliverer, but it ain't that. <laughs> So what we do in these crisis times, we actually uh, just lately, um, uh, past few months, I've had a problem that's, you know, uh, been pretty bad at times. So I've done different things, um, you know, with the scriptures, looking up scriptures and so on and so forth. And one of the things that I did one day, I thought, I'm going to I'm gonna see what all I can find that says about God. And I found a bunch of things that said about God. God is good. God is faithful. God will never leave you and never forsake you. God is with you. God is everywhere present. So he's here. He's with me right now. Um, I don't have to say, God, where are you? Why, he's here. He's with me. And so you you go through that, uh, that kind of thinking. And the Bible says very clearly in the book of Titus that God is a lover of mankind. He is. You can settle it with that. And God will never do anything against you. The ju- judiciary action of God is based on what you did, not what he did. And God, out of the character of Holiness and righteousness and justice has to exercise judiciary action once in a while and does. But God is good. So when the devil comes, meditate in the statutes, find a promise, stand on that promise, don't give an inch, live or die, like like Alice. Live or die. Serve God. Whether you live or whether you die, is no issue. The issue is you serve God. And I buried Alice. And I know that she was faithful. That's what we do. We be faithful.